subtle results. Still you, but with fewer lines. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia Gravis or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. Hi, this is Ryan Fraser. This is Troy Daney. This is Gus Boyet. This is Don Hutchison. This is Jurgen Klopp, and you're listening to The Big Interview with Graham Hunter. Thank you, Jurgen. I travel to all these interviews from Barcelona and our socios, our beloved members, keep us on the road. This independent podcast wouldn't happen without them. Please go to patreon.com forward slash Graham Hunter right now to join us, to become a socio and to get every interview we produce without adverts and before it goes out on the main feed, plus lots of bonus content, including the chance to put questions to our guests and to me via the monthly Q&A. So do please go to patreon.com forward slash Graham Hunter and join the club and get your family and friends to do so. Maybe even strangers in the street. Love you. It's incredible that an aristocratic club like Real Madrid, can fight tooth and nail to lever a Croatian footballer, there haven't been many of them for Los Blancos, away from Daniel Levy's clutches. Pick him up and bring him to La Liga at a time when the media kind of round on him and say, <laughs> look for Real Madrid. We don't fancy him. I think some newspapers maybe even dubbed him the least likely to succeed transfer they could ever remember in the history of... Yeah, we're talking about Luka Modric Ballon d'Or, who has been an absolute Rolls-Royce presence across Real Madrid's midfield, lifting the Champions League repetitively, but winning the Ballon d'Or not simply for his exploits in guiding Croatia to the World Cup final, but for the fact that he is now globally renowned as a blue-ribboned footballer. One of our guests on the big interview a long time ago, Darren Fletcher, told us that in the season before Modric left Dortmund to go to Real Madrid, Alex Ferguson had the squad together in pre-season, as he usually did to warn them about incoming transfers, and said, we've got Luka Modric tucked away. It turned out they didn't, but Darren remembered thinking, Modric, I'm not sure I've been up against him often enough, and is he our level? From that season on, Darren Fletcher said that Modric got faster, stronger, got away from tackles more quickly, and it was something that Real Madrid noticed. We are here in this big interview icon series to allow our guests to talk about the Ballon d'Or winner, who's become one of the greats at Real Madrid, and you don't use that phrase lightly. 
former Spurs colleague Robbie Keane admired the unassuming Modric's particular courage. Not the tough tackling that we sometimes mistake for real courage on the pitch, but the fact that Modric was willing and able to take the ball under any circumstances. We interviewed John McGinn ahead of Euro 2020. Now, we kind of knew the answer, but you have to ask the question. When I did ask who was the forthcoming opponent from the Euros he'd most like to swap his shirts with, you won't be surprised that Scotland's midfield maestro chose the Croat, our focus today. Slavin Bilic, what an interview that was. Swimming pool-sized gin and tonics in the basement of a German hotel. They were a group who played many sessions on John Peel. Bilic espouses the virtues of having an independent Croatian football league because without it, talented footballers wouldn't have had the same opportunities to play and therefore develop rapidly at a young age. But his former pupil Modric would have made it anyway, according to Slavin, and he explains why. That's the beginning story for Modric. Finally, Raphael van der Vaart talks about joining the fantastic attacking Spurs side, which Harry Redknapp had assembled in 2010, in which Luca was the midfield fulcrum. Apparently, it was the most enjoyable time in Rafa's career. That's reflected in this Big Interview Icons series, which continues with Luka Modric. You're on your own with Luka. You're going to love it. Where I've played with so many different, different players and and different characters, you know, just because people, you know, shout about and have that doesn't. Some people have the winner mentality in a different way. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, hundred percent. It, and the shouting and the noise isn't always the right thing, no, or doesn't no. actually show what you've got to show for the ball. That's braver than shouting. Yeah, yeah. You got people like say say Luca say Luca Modric say he was he. He always want the ball, no matter where mm. he was in the pitch. So for me, for someone like him, he has that mentality because he's not frightened. Mm-hmm. He's not frightened to pick the ball up anywhere in, in dangerous areas. And for me, that's a winner mentality also. Mm. You want your midfield players getting on the ball or your centre half. It's mostly midfield players who come for the ball. And then knowing that they're not really going to get it, but it looks like they're getting it, so they move away, move to the side and do the same thing, do the same thing, blah, blah, blah. So for me, I don't, I don't obviously enjoy playing with midfielders like that because you want your midfielders to go on the ball. Stephen Jarrett, Roy Keynes, Lucas, these players that will take the ball in any situation. There's all different kind of characters that I've played with that has that driven mentality. And I, I, I couldn't, as I said, each, each of them are, are different. You couldn't name Roy Keane same as Luka Modric. But he had that driven. You've seen that now with Real Madrid. You know, he's, he's gone from been getting stick before she was there, to now being the best midfield player. They adore him. And, and without him, almost everything suffers. It isn't just with the ball or the passing options. It's tempo. Yeah. It's about when to play side to side or up and down. It's the connection between... He's fabulous the to connection watch. between the, the, the backs and the, and the struggles. We, this isn't an advert. Listen, everybody who's sitting at home groaning, sorry, or... Not really. We had Slavin Bilic in Germany recently and he was talking to us about Luca and his development. He said he saw him coming through young in Croatia and there were the chances to go to other bigger teams young and he stayed and he played. He said he played and he played and he played and he played and he, played and he changed. That thing about the, the transfer of 
promising talent, 16, mm. 15, 16, say, and then ready, yeah. 19, 20. You, I guess that's singing a sweet song to you simply because I've heard you say what a lot of people would say was a strange choice at the time, Liverpool or Wolves. Mm. And I think part of your decision was, I know where I'll play mm. and, and, and learn and grow. Yeah. And that's fundamental to, to becoming the type of player you're describing, isn't it? A hundred percent. And I've, listen, I would never tell a young lad to go here instead of there. And that's totally their choice. And I've, I've had it over the years with a lot of players that young players from Dublin, for example, asking me my opinion. And I said, well, I can only give you on my experience. Of the group games and the players who should be there, Bet365 have asked, who would you most like to swap your strip with? So it's England, Czech Republic, I think, and, and Croatia, right? I'll go, I'll go, to, I'll go to two names. Uh, the first one, uh, Modric from Croatia. I know that's a safe one. Uh, the second one's about, ooh, uh, uh, Peter out. Uh, I would go Jack if we, we happened to get the chance to, to play against each other. Uh, and that game would be incredible because we're so close on and off the park uh, it would be a, a strange moment but obviously a special one but I'll go Modric just because he's someone I've admired for, for years uh, unbelievable player I think he's one of the, the record cap holders for Croatia but still playing at a high level and someone you, you can continue to learn from now, I hope he has a stinker but with a mind he's shot after it you know, honestly, I find that reassuring because I've listened to a lot that you've said over the years and read a lot about you. And, and Martin and I, in preparing it, we both said it'll be Modric. We both knew. subject in Croatia every every year or whatever, it doesn't always have to come from Croatia or Serbia or Bosnia is how ex-Yugoslavian team would look now. Like not only Modric Rakitic, but Modric Rakitic Manjukic plus Djeko plus uh, Tadic or whoever from Serbia, Kolarov or them or them or them. I don't know because I didn't play for Yugoslavia. Maybe maybe Manjukic wouldn't be the position to start his career that early. Because Croatian League, okay, as we say, everything is about the balance in everything. For every So Croatian League is not the greatest league. Of course it's not the greatest league. But Croatian League gave opportunity to Modric, Manjukic, Krančar, Srna, whoever, Perisic, whoever, Badel. Chorluka to play when they were 18. Mm. And it's also the league that, that it's on the telly. It's also the league that it's on the papers. So that's the big difference between... between. I remember once I was flying from Zagreb to London or London to Zagreb and I read 442 magazine and there was an article about a great Arsenal uh, generation that won the Youth Cup in whatever, I don't know what season. And like where they are now. And of course, the journalists, they want to, uh, like, slaughter the 
Why didn't Arsenal they come through? German or whatever. Only one made it. Yeah. Maybe Matthew Upson or whoever. I don't know. It doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. Yeah, but it's, dif- it's, it's difficult. It's impossible because you want to have the best league in the world. And that the team is full of Thierry Henry, so Dennis Bergkamp, or this one, or this one, or this one, or this one. In Croatia, when you are 17 or 18, you are talented. Uh, you, play. you play. And you are also giving interviews. And you are also on television. And you are playing very competitive games. By the way, Modric, when he was in Dinamo Zagreb, and Modric at Arsenal at that time, was like equivalent number 10 of the youth team. Modric, when he was 20, in space of two years, from 18 till 20, he already played 20 games for under-21s when I was his manager. Then he already played 50 games for Dinamo Zagreb, also qualifications for for, uh, Champions League against Werder Bremen, against Arsenal, played European League six games, Full stadium, packed. At the same time, this guy, he didn't play. He only trained. He so only trained with Bergkamp. Are we talking about travel, pressure, responsibility, learning, everything, review? Everything. Everything. Modric in that time kicked all the boxes that were important and necessarily for his improvement of that, the that, player. That take a talent. Let's say, let's say, for example, on your argument, from the 442 article, maybe there was a 6 or an 8 or a 3 in the Arsenal team of the same quality as Modric. But he lost minimum two years before he was judged in terms of pressure, responsibility, learning, training, review, yeah. because he didn't play. Probably there was none of Modric. I used the wrong name. Not Even wrong when I name, said no, Modric, no, no. I used the wrong name. But about, I, about bet your you, argument. I, I bet understand. you, I, understand. I bet I you, I bet you that minimum half of them would have made a respectable career in football if they were Croatians. A hundred percent. I was sleeping and I woke up and I had half an hour to decide. And I didn't know Tottenham that much. Uh, I knew Edgar Davis played there, and yeah. Matignol was there, and you know, and I knew it was a big club. But I thought, I have to decide now, leaving Real. It was difficult. And then, then I said, you know, I will do it. Mm. They see me in two weeks because I had to play the games with the national team. And it was my best decision, who I made in my career, because uh, yeah, what I did there, the way, but also the way how Harry. Yeah, was treating me, you know. Uh, that's what a player wants. That's what a player like me, uh, I think, played the best football. His meeting was basically play the ball to Luka Modric, Modric give it to Rafa, and then we will win, you know, like <laughs> this, or put it up to Crouchy, and uh, you know, like like. Top boy. Uh, it was a fantastic team, and uh, I think when we st- normally when we stay together. Then Maybe put, big things uh, were coming. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And uh, then something like what's happening now with Leicester, for example, last yeah. year, that could have happened. It with could have been. 100%. It was a big thing. But, you know, I come to the club. Harry, first game, puts me number 10. Not waiting about, 
he has to get a uh, feeling for each other. Or, you know, you, uh, no, he's ready, he's fit, he played. Play him. And, and, and I played my game and, and, and then uh, I also had the luck that I was straight away playing well. Yes. And then, of course, the people love you. And, uh, but it was also easy in this team. Because of the quality, the quality was so good, and then you know we every game we were were the better team. And when you have players like me who doesn't uh, defend that well, uh, yeah, then then it's nice for me when we got the ball the whole time, and uh, yeah, it was something special. I didn't have that feeling in Madrid. I didn't have that feeling in Hamburg. Uh, there was uh, my my best time. Thank you for listening to The Big Interview. It's produced by me, which sounds egotistical, but it's also true, Graham Hunter, and Backpage. Our music is by Beer Jacket, who else? Editing by Charlie McGarry. Thank you to our hosts at Acast and our loyal sponsors at Bet365. We're also supported by our socios. Find out how to become a socio, how to support us at patreon.com forward slash Graham Hunter. Here endeth the lesson.